Another episode of Talkamania, and I'm your co-host, oh my God. Desmino. I see J-Bomb rolling his eyes at me. Here with Santa's little helper, J-Bomb. Say hello and happy holidays. Oh my God, are we going to do a show like this? <laughs> oh, you're the one who threw the music in there. Yeah, I did. I did. I did throw it in. And, it was uh, jolly. Yeah, no, it was interesting. Well, I'm going to start the holidays early here. It's going to be a fun recording. I'm going to open my beer. I think I earned it. Work has been crazy uh, over the past few weeks. I have one more day tomorrow, then I am off for two weeks of vacation. I'm pretty excited. I'll be doing lots of nothing, lots of gaming, and um, we'll see. Maybe even a holiday show. J-Bomb and I are going to be putting our year-end together as well. It's going to be exciting. Something to look forward to. It's, it's our, a good thing. It's our year-end. It's our decade-end. So that's going to be interesting. We're going to we're gonna take a deep dive into the last 10 years of, uh, of WWE uh, mainstream wrestling. So I'm sure there'll be some New Japan matches that we talk about, some ROH stuff. Of course, the emergence of AEW and uh, the mainstream of NXT. So it should be, uh, should be a good show. We're going to be putting on a Christmas show too. We're probably going to record on Boxing Day. That's what we said. Eh? Boxing Day, yep. So, what a deal. A free Talkamania show on Boxing Day. Yeah, that's that's like box. That's like it's like Black Friday, but for Christmas. I wonder if the Americans have that Boxing Day specials. Is that a thing down there? I don't know. I know they have Black Friday, and we get Black Friday up here because of them. Well, so we I imagine a shitty they version. have Boxing Day as well too, because Boxing Day isn't a Canadian thing. Boxing Day is a is an at least a, an American thing, like North America and. America, United States. <laughs> North America and uh, America. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know. You guys will have to let us know. But, uh, yeah, no, holidays are good. There's also a holiday event on uh, on Apex that we've been playing. So we'll get on the it's Twitch. So uh, it's the Holiday Express event. The whole train. Uh, and Dez is playing. Can you believe it? He's actually playing Apex again. Yeah, they don't believe me, but I'm good when they're not around. I'm telling you, Melo, J-Bomb and my brother, when they're playing, they're pretty good. My brother was pretty good last night, jumping all around on top of the train and stuff. I'm like, damn, this guy's brain works fast. Uh, but uh, I swear, man, I can get some kills from time to time. At least I'm having fun. That's all that matters. Are you, though? It doesn't always sound like you're having fun. No, I know, because I'm next to you guys, and it's like, you know, <laughs> trying to run a marathon, and I'm in a wheelchair, and you guys have got, like, the Sonic boots on. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's good to be good. I got to work harder. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So you got two weeks off, you bastard, and that's paid. Paid. Yes, it is. Yeah. My company closes uh, every year for a week because game development studios are all closed for that week or two weeks. So 
during the two weeks, it's very quiet. Uh, they give us the week off paid. And, does that count uh, against your holiday? Like your vacations? No, it does not count against my holiday Fucking vacation. Days. Asshole. You're living ah, the come dream. on. That's nice. You got some. You got. You got. You live close to work, and and you you have a uh, toilet you can poop in, and no, it's all I yours. Lo- no, I lost my private pooping toilet. No. Yeah, I poop with everyone now, except for like, okay, so there's a pooper in the office, and there's a pooper like out in the shop, and uh, the pooper in the office used to be mine exclusively. Then I had to share an office with an engineer, and uh, yeah, I couldn't poop in front of him. I don't know. It was just I can poop in front of people. Well, first of all, why are you pooping in front of people to begin with? Well, like if you look at it, I have, there's two desks in the office and then there's a door in front of the two desks. Like think of a big open square and on the opposite side of the room is a door. Well, if you go and shit in there, there's no like anonymity. When you walk out, you're the only one who could have shit in there. Mm, so it's, it's like that Larry David episode. Yeah, if there was more people in cha-cha. the office. Cha-Cha used to that. That was where I got Cha-Cha from, <laughs> from Larry David. And she'd always count his bathroom breaks. If there was more people in the office, I can get away with taking a dump and and nobody would know. So what I do is I go into the pooper in the back and then there's two doors to get into there. There's like a little hallway you got to walk through. So nobody really knows unless you're walking out and they're walking in. But the guys, yeah, but your cheeks are going down where everybody else's cheeks are going now. Yeah, but there's only like five or six of us and we're all pretty friendly. And, and you know, I walk in there and I'm like, wow, man, geez, I missed my toilet. Yeah, I still piss in that one. But I don't dump in it. Maybe if you start doing something long, like start shaving in there. Shaving. And the guy won't know if you're shaving or if you're pooping. Who shaves at work? So I'm, I'm wondering, does this guy also, does he poop in there or does he take the other bathroom? Like who's winning the poop war here? I got to assume he's pooping in there because, I mean, the so first. It's his, but it's his pooper now. Yeah, but there's two engineers in there now. So I oh. left. I got my own office. And... Uh, I'm on like the other side of the office than them. There's a conference room separating us. And uh, yeah, sometimes when I go piss in there, yeah, I could tell someone's dumped. But uh, it's not me. So that's all that matters. <laughs> I don't know. Where, how do we get here? Oh, yeah. You get a week off of work paid. and You're comparing that to me being able to poop in private. <laughs> well, now it must be a lot better because you can't even do that. And I'll have two weeks of pooping in private. Yeah, that's pretty good. But it's good because the guys in the back were, were more like, you know, blue collar and uh, we're just like, yeah, I'm going to go take a shit. So you can get away with it back there. It's a little less formal. Pooping Perhaps, in front of eh? a professional is awkward. <laughs> should we talk about wrestling or should we keep talking yeah, about pooping? Yeah, it's not completely off topic. Why? Because it's been a poopy week? Well, it's been a poopy week, yeah. I don't think I'm it's actually going to lie week. there because I don't think I really watch much wrestling this week at all. Uh, I don't know if it's a poopy week. I mean, we got a new NXT Women's Champion. That's pretty huge. We had we Fair had enough. a pretty big AEW show. Seth Rollins is full heel. It seems like he had a couple of good promos on Raw this week. Yeah, couple. Couple. But, no, there's some stuff. I mean, Rhea Ripley, that's something we're going to get to later in the episode. That's that's big news, man. That's that's big news. That's an end of an era, the beginning of another one. Shayna Baszler. We, we got a lot to talk about. But before we get into it, Des, tell our listeners where they can find us. Okay, ho, ho, ho. Follow us on Twitter so, at underscore Macho Man's fucking Santa over here. <laughs> Instagram, Talkamania. I posted some pictures um, from the dinner I took my, my girl out to for her birthday. It was Cha-Cha's birthday. Where, where'd you Went go? out to a nice Italian restaurant. Dude, the food was a fantastic. Where'd you Found go? Found a nice restaurant in the South Shore. Uh, really, really cool. We had some pasta. I had ragu. We had a... Like a pizza with caramelized um, onion, bacon, and, and what was it? Um, what do you call that? Uh, eggplant? 
No, no, no. Uh, the that thin, salty meat. Uh, <laughs> Your dick. Oh, prosciutto. Is that <laughs> it is prosciutto. Yeah, prosciutto. Yeah, yeah. And it was like tasted like bacon. It was really good. Anyways, and creme brulee, and uh, we had squid as well. To an, actually, an octopus, right? And I normally don't eat octopus that much, but this octopus was grilled, and it actually had a nice taste to it, like salmon. It was actually really tasty. Okay. Anyways, so I'll be, I put some pictures up there, guys. Take a look on uh, Instagram, Talkamania, and wherever you get your podcastic kicks, uh, Google Play, Our Heart Radio, iTunes, all that shit. Uh, Google us, and you may find us, apparently. Jay says you might not guaranteedly find us, but I think you will if you, if you try hard enough. And if you're not, try harder. You'll find nudes. Nudes for sure. Uh, if you want to check us out, we're on Full Press Radio. We're there all the time, especially on the weekends. Check them out on Twitter at Full Press Radio and at FPC underscore wrestling. And if you want to support the show, be cool. Be like our Patreons. For as little as $1 a month, you can get exclusive content. Uh, we're working on developing more. Join Get, be a merch guy, you know, be your best friend, just be cool, be cool, um, yeah, and if you want to check out our Twitch, we will be Twitching over the next two weeks, if you're going to be playing Apex and I'm going to be playing Apex, we're going to be playing together, let's fucking Twitch, so Twitch. As long as you can uh, put up with me, I know you're like, yesterday you stopped playing and I won four matches in a row. I didn't Damn. say that, you Damn. said, you're like, oh, uh, after I got off and got back on. But didn't you say that today too? You were like, oh, yes, after I played. but I didn't come out and say it to you like, hey, asshole, when you got off, I fucking won. You told me your stats and I was like, oh, that's really awesome. I won four games in a row. Yeah, I know that. But me, it was more like, it's the opposite effect. Me, it's like, I wasn't dragging you down and, and see, I actually can do some good. I won, you know, a couple matches and you were just like, well, without you, I win all the matches. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing for a year straight almost every day. So Yeah, I don't have much Battle Royale experience, so like, i got to get those reflexes down. And You know, you have the super shiny control with the extra buttons and stuff. It and doesn't do anything. i got to ask you a question, man. Uh-oh. I know I know, everyone's on this big wagon. Are you going to be watching the new Star Wars? Uh, that's a hard no. Hard no. Yeah. I don't watch Star Wars, man. I, I went, remember watching one with you when we were kids, man. The first one I ever saw, your dad took us to it. It was Star Wars 1. It was like, the episode, episode... No, it was one. episode 4. No, it was episode 1. No, episode 1 was the one in 1970. No, that's episode 4. Or episode Oh, you're four. talking about... Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. We're going by... Okay, yes, yeah. you're right. You are right. See, you know something about it. You schooled me. Well, I would, I would hardly call that schooling. Anyways, that movie was... I mean, it was a movie. And then I did go back and watch 3, 4, and 5. Or... Four, five, and six. I don't know. I watched the three old ones, and I was like, "All right, whatever." And then that's uh, that's it. Well, Never watching again. Okay. The new series, the new uh, trilogy is actually really good. Um, I'm not the hugest Star Wars fan. I'm not going tonight. I'm not going tomorrow. I'll probably only go later next week once the, what do the mean? fat has died down. There's a new movie out. Yeah, today. Okay. That's why I'm asking you. Oh, I thought you were talking Come about on. The Mandalorian or whatever the hell it's called. Oh, The Mandalorian. Yeah. That I actually do watch, and that's a dope-ass show, guys. If you don't like Star Wars, the series itself, you can pick this up if you like if you like sci-fi at all. Uh, it's a really, really good show. Mandalorian. Check it out. Anyways, I'm going to watch don't the Star Wars movie during my <laughs> vacation, and I'm going to fully immerse myself. My work's actually paying for it. They do this thing every time there's a Star Wars movie. Where you, they'll actually book the the movie theater a couple times during during the release, and you basically can go for free, and we'll watch it together, which I was thinking of doing. But one is tonight at 10 p.m., which fuck that. No. Nope. And then the next one's Sunday at 9:30 a.m. Fuck that. So I also want to go with like the fully immersed IMAX, like rumble seats, like you know, if any movie's designed for that kind of environment, it's gonna be Star Wars. So I want to experience it to the max. Well, I hope you have a good time, bro. 
I really, no, really you do. You don't care. Nope, not at all. Um, all right, let's let's talk wrestling. Let's let's get it going. Uh, honestly, the biggest takeaway. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's go. We got this a is new women's champion down in NXT. Rhea there you go <laughs> anyways it's a it's a change of era man and uh i mean what is this what is this what does this do for for shannon baszler where does she go now main roster <sighs> you think? i have to think she's had such a dominant honestly she's been like the sleeper like no one's really remembering what she's been up to this year but she's had one of the most dominant years like she basically i mean she surpassed asuka as well too so it's like I, she secretly had this year going on. I don't think and everybody was else was doing all these things. What's that? I don't think it was a secret. I I don't know. It kind of came as a surprise to me. I was like, shit, she beat a record. She's had the title this long. Yeah, she lost it. So it wasn't like a consecutive run. So Asuka kind of still has that to a degree. Yeah. But I don't know. I, and not just that. Like the way she's developed as well. If you look at her at the, the Young Classic as opposed to now. Did you watch also the video that was posted online where she made that person in the front row cry? Yes, I've seen it. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, it was great really heel work, right? Yeah. Very, and very the good. fact that she's doing these things on her own, like so soon after debuting, only a year or two ago, uh, I can't wait to see what she does in the main roster. Mm. I'm telling you, man, Oscar versus Baszler on the main roster or on a pay per view, book it. I want to see it. I want to see Baszler versus Charlotte in a feud. I, th- I think it's too soon. I still think it's too soon. She's good enough. She's going to be in that Royal Rumble, no doubt. First yeah. of all, there's 10 people from each. I mean, that's a given. There's 10 people from each is, uh, brand. Is that so. a guarantee? Is that like a, a that's happening for sure? I think it's like 80, 90% sure that it's going to be 10, 10, 10. That's lame. I don't like that. But Kind of, yeah, kind of lame. Less room for surprises. But but Baszler on the main roster, uh, it's going to dilute her. I still think she has a run in her with Rhea Ripley. I, th- I still think that there should be a revenge feud going on. They could have yeah, more I don't, good matches. I don't think she should leave NXT either. And I think like her two cronies that she has with her, what are they going to do? And they sh- I sure as hell... Sure as hell hope they don't get a free pass to come up to the main roster just by association because they are nowhere near it. If they were near it, they would have been in the War Games match. Imagine them working alongside Baszler and like being involved in that angle when they announced the, the War Games match. Mm. And they're like, yeah, War Games. And it's like, you know, you guys, you guys aren't in it. Just go over there. And it's like, what? You know, but you, you got to say like they're they're not ready. No, they're not ready. But I do think that they can like be there as like her goons and not really have matches or anything like that. I don't think they're going to start having matches. They'll, they'll they'll just be putting matches eventually and they'll eventually find their way onto the main roster. (sighs) Anyways, outside those four women, the four horse women, I mean, who's Baser really going to fight? They're going to, they're going to feed some, some shit to her. And then Yoshirai, I want to see her win that title or at least do something, you know, but he he was sticking in NXT. I'm saying if she comes up to the main roster, Shayna, well, Shayna has a lot of potential feuds. I mean, her Lacey Evans could be a good feud. Could it? I mean, it could be all right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. She's she's going to look good no matter kind of who she goes in the ring with, but it depends with depends also. Because, like, NXT, a lot of the women are really talented, and I'm not saying that not against the main roster, but it's a lot different. And I think, you know, if you put Shayna Baszler in a match with, like, Mandy Rose or Carmella, it's, garbage. it's going to be garbage. Yeah. The the thing is, is that the, the women in NXT just have 
more charisma. They have more of a personality that we've bought into. We know who they are. There's a lot of fluff on the main roster. Like, I like Mandy Rose. I like Carmella. But realistically, you know, they're just going to kind of get thrown around and scream a bit. The girls in NXT aren't afraid to get dirty. They aren't afraid to cut get cut open. They're like, Mia, Mia Yim. Like, I'm not even a fan of Mia Yim. I don't think she's that entertaining. But, like, she's... She's... Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fact that she busted her nose open like that continued, which, you know, I guess you got the adrenaline going. You're going to continue. But, like, she was wrestling, like, a week later. And, like... She's tough as nails, so I got a lot of respect for her there. She's a bad bitch. And I, and I got to say, like, okay, I didn't watch much wrestling this week. I watched a little bit of AEW, a little bit of NXT when I could this week because I got home late and just, you know, I was playing Apex as well with this guy. Yeah. Um, but I told him, I was like, you know what? I know what the main event is. I'm going to skip out the last 10 minutes here and watch the match between Shayna Baszler and Ripley. And I have always been kind of hesitant to say this. But I think I think I am convinced now that the NXT women's division is maybe the best women's division on the planet. Fuck. Um, I've been saying it for hands weeks. Down. And I mean, I'm not going to say that, that like, the best superstars are in there. Like, there's amazing women in Shimmer. There's amazing women in, you know, all around the world in different, you know, AW has some great talent too. But I'm saying pound for pound in terms of the quality you're getting in that match. Oh, it, it was a friggin' good match too. Yeah. And the fact that they can tear it down on that level... Uh, you know, and we've seen matches with EO and Candice LeRae, and we've seen matches, you know, with Asuka and Ember Moon. There's just magic. There's something about it, and it's a different recipe. The NXT Women's Division is just out of this world. It's very good. It's strong as balls, and it's getting better. It's constantly getting better, and that's why I don't want to see Shayna go to the main roster. I don't. I just feel like it would be a it would be a hit. There's there's something about her and something that she brings to the division. She kind of she kind of is the deciding factor in the division of good versus bad in, in, in NXT. So I think it's important for her to stick around a little bit longer, have one more run with with uh, with Rhea, and then she can make the move. I, I feel like if she just leaves at this point, it's kind of cheap to see a champion go up like that. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I could see that. And I think there's a value there to have them continue the feud a little bit. I mean, remember when she fought Kyrie, people thought she was going to come up to the main roster when she dropped the title to Kyrie. Yeah. Well, she ended up beating Kyrie and having a really long run. So who knows what's going to happen? It could just be a stepping stone for Ripley, and maybe they want to move her up to the main roster sooner than later, and just giving her, a, you know, a short title run. Um, but I, man, if you look at Survivor Series, you look at the the WWE UK when she was there too, being the first champion. I'm pretty sure they've kind of put her on a course to success, and great things are going to come from her. She's got an excellent look. Um, you know, the fact that she's using a pump handle slam as a finisher, I, I don't know if I like that or I don't like that. Cause there's part of me that likes these old school moves as finishers. Uh, but at the same time, it's kind of like, I don't know, like that, the finisher off the top rope at the end, it was weak. Like, yeah, it was a bit weak. Yeah. I think like she could have picked her up or power bombed her or like turned it into a cool pinning, you know, predicament. So like, she kind of was like being held down or something. She should have thrown uh, her back but- on her submission, pump handle, land, grab the legs, Put her back in that hanging prison thing. They're not gonna have her tap out. That's the thing. Yeah. So I don't know. But I didn't get that hanging prison. It's like she's not even cranking back. She's just holding her up in the air. Well, it's because Shane is too big. With the other women, she picks them up and they're off the ground, and then they're literally hanging there. I, I think Baszler. I think the title could have been won by Baszler not tapping out, but passing out, and I think that would have been a better finish. But I'm I'm not gonna pull it apart. The celebration was cool. That's gonna be Oscar. That's Oscar Baszler, man. You're gonna see like it'll be Oscar versus Baszler. Baszler's gonna be running her mouth, and then Oscar's finally gonna get her to tap and go nap. Tap and go or nap. Or snap. If you guys want to check out, yeah. By the way, we we jumped on with Chris Rucker uh, immediately following TLC. We pulled we pulled that whole match uh, apart. 
the Kabuki Warriors versus Charlotte and Becky. So if you want to check that out. That was a fun out, uh, recording. Yeah, yeah it, it was. Out, uh, check it out. It's on our Patreon. Again, for as little as a dollar, you get good shit, good shit like that. Um, Adam Cole versus Finn Balor for the NXT Championship also happened uh, this past week on NXT. Dez called this to the T. Uh, Johnny Gargano got involved, cost Finn Balor the match. Adam Cole retains, and I guess going forward, we're going to have Balor versus um, Johnny Gargano. Yeah, I mean, I think that was the game to begin with. We saw uh, when Balor came in, he gave that Pele kick to Gargano. Gargano's been out. I guess he's been on the mend, and now he's feeling all right. So they're going to work towards um, a program with them. I think it was the safest route to go. I don't think uh, Balor was going to win the NXT title. I think some people were convinced maybe he was. But ultimately, I really do feel like the person that's going to take the title off of Adam Cole... Um, unless they start, they decide to go the Keith Lee route. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be Velveteen Dream come WrestleMania. I think that's that's my at least that's my down the line prediction. I think it's going to be Velveteen Dream WrestleMania weekend. He'll be your new NXT champion. Big return for Velveteen. Yeah, you know? I feel like that's going to be it. it. It would make sense, or you know, Cole walks out of you know WrestleMania weekend still as champion. Yeah, it could be also be the case, but I think it'd be great platform. He was really over Velveteen. He kind of like got put on the shelf. Right, right about four going into a feud or a feud with, I guess he was still kind of feuding with Roderick Strong, but then Slash kind of hinting towards going towards Adam Cole. Um, we have Keith Lee as well, though, who's making big slash splashes yeah. and uh, making a name for himself, too. So I imagine he'll play a big na- big, a big role as well, too, heading into WrestleMania. Uh, maybe it'll be a triple threat, or maybe he'll be one of uh, the big names in the Royal Rumble. I have to imagine that yeah, he'll be, in the be a part of it. Yeah. Uh, they also announced. Imagine he gets out Roman Reigns and for Retribution. That'd be awesome. Actually, I could totally see that happening, or at least having some sort of a stare down in that match. Well, yeah, because I know the heavy rumor is Roman's going to take on uh, the Fiend, right? So Ugh. we'll see. Uh, they announced this week on NXT the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic will be returning in 2020. Uh, the field of teams are going to be announced on the New Year's Day edition of NXT in two weeks. So it looks like they're going to be putting some more effort into their tag team division, which. Let's be honest. It's been a little bit uh, on the back burner. I think the women have uh, taken the front role down in NXT, other than the, uh, you know, the the top tier men. But no, in yeah, you're right. I mean, I was gonna say in general, but I yeah. guess the undisputed error hanging in there. They're with, hanging in uh, there. Yeah, and I, mean, I guess Riddle once in a while is making an appearance now. He's even kind of taken a sidestep. Um, we had him a match with against uh, Ono. A couple weeks ago, and it's like that's where he started. Why are we moving backwards? Yeah, no thanks. Didn't want. But to I also see feel it. bad for Ono, right? He hasn't been on NXT for so long, so yeah, he's getting a paycheck. I wouldn't yeah, complain. And he's eating it. Uh, yeah, he's definitely eating <laughs> it. Uh, Io Shirai faced against faced off against Santana Garrett. I don't know if this was Santana Garrett's first time on NXT TV. Um, I'm sure, Rucker it, could tell you. Yeah, Rucker. I, I'm sure Marty. Marty's the guy who's got to walk. It's Marty, in okay. I never know who's really behind her because they're always tweeting out in the same account, right? Yeah, so they're both pretty know. into her. She's got a body and a half, that girl, man. Yeah, I've, so I've seen a little bit of her. I haven't really watched her in ring too much. Like I said, I missed NXT this week. Uh, but cool. I'm glad that people they're bringing in some solid talent, keeping their eyes open, and bringing in big players because you know we keep seeing women being called up to the main roster. We're wondering what's going to happen with the division if they'll be on you know good ground without uh, the people who are leaving the scene and they keep impressing us time and time again and making it happen so 
we'll see with his heads, but uh, it's pretty cool, man. And I'll, I'll take a sidestep on that. On the main roster, we had uh, Marty Skrull's ex-girlfriend yeah, debut. It's funny yeah. how we talked about her last week. Yeah, and you know what? I got in trouble because I thought they were still together because you told me last week that they were still dating. I guess you, we just didn't know. They're not? And I just tweeted something out casually like, oh, nice, you know, bring Marty. And dude, people jumped on me. How dare you? This is about her. It's not about it's not about him. And you know, and I was like, holy shit! I'm just, I was just saying, like, cool that she's here. Like, bring Marty. I'm just, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Delete, delete, delete. Impeach the tweet, dude. Man, it's really tough to just say anything these days. Well, fuck those people. <laughs> uh, before we move on, we talked about Santana Garrett, so it's only fitting that we throw our good friends boot to the face uh, a little plug uh, before we move on and start talking about some AEW. The following announcement has been paid for by Boot to the Face. What's up, Talkamaniacs? Do you enjoy quality wrestling talk, raw AEW, NXT, SmackDown, and pay-per-view prediction and review shows mixed with a lot of whiskey and a whole lot of profanity? Are you tired of the smarky podcast and you just want to hear fans talk about wrestling that don't want to take it too seriously? Then come find us at Boot to the Face on Spreaker, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. We're Santana Garrett's favorite podcast. Let's boot to the face with the number two, as in That's a great recording. It's good. I like it. Good job. Good job, Rucker. Good job, buddy. Uh, Okay, let's move on to AEW. So AEW... You're going to have to fill me in here from top to bottom. I'll run it. Don't worry, bro. I got you. I did see the finish. I did see the closing, so I I can jump in there, but I'll let you go ahead. You know how I watched AEW this week? at Uh, work on the toilet no i was gonna say i didn't because i didn't but i did watch like all the main 30 second clips that get posted in the results and i feel like i've watched the show so whatever it was another pretty decent sized episode for AEW, december 18th i don't know what nxt and AEW are doing next week because it falls on christmas day so they've recorded i know for raw they've already recorded raw for next week I wonder if they're just going to skip NXT for Interesting. a week. Interesting, yeah, because I haven't read about like results or something because like, the Raw ones <laughs> came out. Because they, they mentioned that they're going to you know announce the Dusty Rhodes field um, in two weeks at their New Year's Eve show. So I'm wondering if they're just going to wait for that or their New Year's Day. New Year's whatever. Eve, New Year's Day. Yeah. New Year's Day I could see them doing, all of yeah. them being hungover. <laughs> ah, I don't know if the one is. Uh, okay, let's talk AEW Dynamite. The show kicked off Lucha Brothers versus Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Um, whatever it's whatever everybody's gonna expect. It was a great match. They went one on one. Uh, no, Lucha Brothers versus Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Oh, yeah. I hear there's like some kind of like tension, or people aren't sure where Hangman Page yeah, lies. Yeah, there was a little bit at the end of the show. Pretty much everybody from the elite, that whole group of guys, um, they were getting well. The young bucks were getting attacked by. The bad guys. What are those guys fucking called? <laughs> Dark Order. And, I saw that at the end of the show. And then everybody was running out, and their Hangman page was nowhere to be found. So I don't know if that's what they're going off of. The commentators were talking about it. You know, where's Adam Page? Where's Adam Page? So there's you know small undertones. I saw Twitter saying, "Oh, he's gonna be, he's gonna turn heel." Uh, I I I like the move. If that's actually what they're gonna do with it, I I don't know. There's something like a lot of heels though. That's fine with me. The Lucha Brothers versus Kenny Omega and Adam Page. I mean, you look at this on paper and you're like, wow, this is amazing. The problem is is that we're getting amazing matchups constantly. Not that that's a bad thing, 
But it's just like I don't get it as excited about it. I don't. That's the WCW thing they did. WCW did the same thing. Ooh, it was too many big matches constantly. Yeah, they threw all these big matches together. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. AEW. It's two weeks in a row. I don't watch it live, and it's not that I'm watching NXT. Instead, I'm just watching no wrestling live. So I don't know if we're oversaturated. I don't know if the holidays are here. I don't know if I don't know wrestling's just becoming too much. But there's something that's fizzled out with with AEW. I am more excited to read and to check Twitter concerning NXT than I am AEW these days. Mm, and I was the same case this week too. I think NXT kind of stacked their card. They opened up with a title match. They finished with a title match. They pretty much made every segment count. Yeah, a little bit of Io Shirai in there as well too. I hadn't seen her in a week or two. So that was nice to see. Uh, AEW, I think I would have watched the show or gone back and forth throughout the night. It was just timing, busy, and I got caught up playing Apex Legends. And maybe the fact game. that I wasn't you know, pulled. I wasn't excited enough to be pulled away from Apex Legends. Can tell you something, um, but to me, it's kind of fizzled out a little bit. I was and I can go back and around. watch it. And the ratings for both shows are starting to even out. And I don't know. I feel like every time they have a show, they finish. They finish the sh- each show in like chaos. And I felt like that was the same thing this week as well too. I'm okay with that. With the Dark Order and then them all coming in, and I don't know. It was just. It was. It was all over the place. The ending. No. Don't. Yeah. It was. It was messy. But don't get me wrong. Okay, wrestling is great. It's at the peak it's been in a really, really long time. AEW is great. NXT is great. Raw, hmm, SmackDown, okay. But the pay-per-views are still good. O- overall, I'm still enjoying myself. It's just the must-see-ness of it is worn off. Like the must-tune-in live uh, aspect of it is worn off for me. And it's and it's done it for NXT as well. I'll, I'll check it out. I'll watch the big matches. But to sit there, it's, all, it's fucking, it's an investment, you know? I'm looking here too. It's like Awesome Kong versus Miranda Ali's. And it's like. Who? Kong. Exactly. Kong wastes no time whatsoever. Brutally attacking her, slams her, and pins her with with one fist on her chest. Like, it's basically what they did with Nyla Rose a couple weeks back, where Nyla Rose has disappeared, unless she appeared later in the show that I didn't know. But it's like they're just doing these squash things. Same thing with like Eric Rowan versus Jobber. So it's like they're setting themselves apart, but they're not really setting themselves apart. Uh, mm. It's still different. There's there's subtle differences. Like when a guy runs out, his music doesn't hit. I find little things like that are 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 cool. I mean, it's wrestling. Pro wrestling can only be so different. Okay, okay, fair enough. You got me there. But I gotta ask you one question: What happened between Jericho and Jungle Boy? Jungle Boy lasted ten minutes. That was all it was. It was just like, can you last seven minutes with me? It seemed like uh, you know, last ten minutes with me. He did it. Uh, there was some shenanigans, of course. Uh, there were some really close calls. Jungle Boy used the uh, the lion salt on Jericho. Uh, got a very close to a three count on it, but ultimately, uh, you know, Chris Jericho came out the victor. I mean, it was it was to be expected. I honestly thought this was a bit of a yeah, okay. Jungle Boy gets over. It's huge, but you know, December eighteenth, going against AEW for that final show before Christmas. I think that Jericho could have had a bigger a bigger opponent. Not phys- well, literally and figuratively but it is what it is what are you gonna do about it well jericho didn't win he walked out after he got frustrated i'm reading here oh is that what happened yeah he was like he didn't last time the crowd's like yes he did and like i don't know it was just kind of like him pandering with the crowd and jericho actually says there will be no show for christmas oh well there you go uh darby allen and cody versus the butcher and the blade uh whatever this ended weird for me i feel like it wasn't a good matchup for butcher and the blade to kind of debut uh, you're not going to be Cody. You're not going to be Darby Allen, and that's exactly what happened. 
I don't think it really launches Butcher and the Blade to be taken all that seriously. So Yeah, like what happened? They came in, they're losing. It's a little odd. It seems like, I don't know, they're getting the, the Ascension treatment of sorts. <laughs> they're now called the Wasteland, by the way. Who is? On the indie scene, the Ascension. Oh, cool. Well, they are a waste. Uh, Chris Statlander defeated Britt Baker. Uh, she's the new number one contender match. I will give AEW huge credit here. They chose the right woman to be pushed. Uh, Chris Statlander does seem to be probably the best in ring. Don't know too much about her yet, so I'll reserve my judgment. But this was the number one contendership match. Yeah, like, number did she one. Cont- just come into the division. She's been in the division. I mean, it's been a couple weeks. I mean, all the women have kind of just came into the division. Uh, I, I like the direction of this. I like that Riho gets a challenge. I, I like that. Yeah, where um, has Riho been? I don't know, but she'll be back in the game. I don't know when the uh, the match is going to happen, but I assume it's going to be. Because she looks uh, tough. She looks tough. January 1st. So so in two weeks, she'll be fighting Riho. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she wins it. Honestly, no, to tell you, they're yeah. not going to take it off Riho just yet. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know if Rio's connecting. I mean, Rio's over in her matches, but I don't know. Chris Allen should take months off because she's so tiny. She probably got broken down a bit. They're like, okay. <laughs> it's like boxing, right? You take a couple months off before a fight. That's it. Uh, and then it ended off with the AW World Tag Team Champion match between SCU and the Young Bucks. That's where Dark Order came out. We have two new guys jo- joining them, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. I have no idea who they are. I was um, wondering who those two were. Justin Roberge can probably uh, send us a tweet once he listens tomorrow and makes fun of us. But, uh, yeah, they joined Dark Order, and the fans didn't seem too into it. A bunch of guys from the Elite ran out. No Hangman page, and that's how it ended. Ooh. Ho, ho, ho. So that's AD. <laughs> How was the match, though? I, SCU I versus the Young Bucks. Sounds I, like it could be a good match. I didn't watch it, dude. Oh, you didn't watch no, it. Okay. I've seen that match before. I don't need to We'll imagine that. it was a good match. I'm sure it was. Honestly, the match quality in AEW is next level. There's nothing to complain about. Yeah, that. yeah, no, I will give them that. Like The innovation and the new moves. Like You don't see the same thing every week. Like I like the matchups that they have. Yeah, so, they are they, good. Yeah, for sure. Let's see. But NXT also has that, so... Uh yeah, Jericho also said he's still waiting for John Moxley to decide if he'll join Inner Circle. So there seems to be this a lot of factions going on in AEW. A lot it's of just like let's buy time until the pay per view. <laughs> it's that's a it's a long time to go. It's February. I know. Damn, that's gonna hurt them, man. Royal Rumble's coming. Let's talk. Let's talk Raw. Let's talk WWE. Fuck it. Okay, let me open up Raw. What do we got going on? I do know that, and I actually called this as well too. That they're gonna be doing this. So now that Lana and uh, Rusev are officially divorced, we know that's the case. Rusev was out this week picking splinters out of his back. But in the meantime, uh, a really stupid segment where we don't know who's proposing to who played out. And we're going to have a wedding. So this is exactly as I said. We're going to see the wedding of Rusev and Lana. This story is probably going to go until WrestleMania, I could imagine. Did you hear that? And uh, next week on Raw... Uh, or the week after on Raw? It's the, when we come back from the holidays, I think, eh? It's, yeah. They said it's going to be the Raw that closes out the decade, and it will be the segment that closes out the decade. Oh, my God. That's, a, that's pretty big for Rusev to get that segment. First of all, who cares what closes out the decade? It's never going to be remembered as the segment that closes out the decade. But I will tell you this. The butthurt motherfucking Marks and Smarks on Twitter are going to lose their shit. How can WWE and the Tens... With a storyline so distasteful. I don't know what I'm talking about, man, because apparently it's uh, really heavily loved and watched and viewed, so apparently I'm just 
going to sit back and enjoy the ride too now. It's the first thing we mentioned when we talked about Raw. It's the greatest thing going on Raw. I wouldn't, I mean, I don't know actually, because there's not too much great going on right now. Well, like, this whole Seth Rollins thing isn't really doing much for me either, so. Uh, it's, I don't know. I don't well, know. Look, look okay, I'm looking at next week's Raw, right? And sorry if you guys, you turn this off right now if you want to know spoilers. Oh, are we going to spoil some shit? Oh, I'm reading it. They're reading them. So for our Christmas episode, we got Kevin Owens, right? Kevin Owens is going to be in a street fight. I won't give the results, but he's going to be in a street fight against Mojo Rawley. What? That, that's what Kevin Owens is doing on Christmas. He's going to be having a street fight with Mojo Rawley. Has like, this already of all happened? People. It's just to get Mojo in there. Has this already well, happened? Well, you know what, though? He stunned him that week ago, so that must be why. They have some kind of unfinished business. It's Actually, fair okay. enough. So, wait. Has this already happened? Uh, it's been taped, but it hasn't okay. happened. It'll happen next Monday. Okay, but it's been taped, so it's, it's happened. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, but getting back to the stunner thing, did you hear about um, Tony Khan stunning uh, Perfect Ten? Ty Dillinger, off air. No, no. Oh, Twitter melted, man. I'm going to go check that out right now. Twitter absolutely It was off TV. Twitter melted. People were pissed off, saying AEW shouldn't be doing shit like this. They shouldn't be doing WWE stuff. Listen, it was Stone Cold Steve Austin's birthday. Tony Khan was having some fun with Ty Dillinger, and uh, bingo, bango. He stunned him in the ring. What's not What's not good about this? This is awesome. I, I don't care. What? But, How? I mean, it's cool that he's getting involved. If he's having fun and he's passionate about it, he's going to put more heart and soul into the product, right? Bro, how can we even have an opinion if we care or not? What, 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 what is wrestling ours? Like, does it belong to us? Like, are you offended? Oh, he shaved his head completely, you know? Dillinger? Yeah, I don't see his, I don't see his, his, his little mohawk anymore. His little landing strip? But it's like, come on, man. Like, what? What? Oh, the ref stunned him, too. Oh, there you go. No one's talking about the that. Female one. ref just stunned him. Is Ty Dillinger covered in red? Because he looked like he was covered in red when I saw it. He was like, Joy Janela's drinking a beer in a Santa outfit, and he's <laughs> having beer with the referee. <laughs> Sounds like a segment I'd love to watch. Tony Khan is like, Whoa, Sean Spears. Oh, uh, it was terrible. Oh, Tony Sean stun- Spears. Stunner oh, it was horrible. Really stunner, lame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, call him Ty Dillinger that whole time. <laughs> he's not doing well. Yeah, that, I mean, it was cool that Khan's doing it. He's not a wrestler and stuff, so that's fun. No, people that's were mad segment. that they were doing a, a move from a guy who was in WWE. Like, give me a fucking break. It's true, eh? Who cares? Well, it's true also. It's like, why not do the crossroads and everybody, you know? <laughs> like NXT's doing. Uh, let, yeah. let's, <laughs> let's get back to Raw real quick. Well, I think Cody won with a cutter this week, too. So Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, getting back to Raw, we saw another match between the Viking Raiders and Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Who gives a shit? The The only thing interesting from this that I can make a comment on is that Corey Graves came out and said that he's tired of seeing the same goddamn matches over and over. He's oh, not God. saying that the matches are boring. He just says that they have no feel to them. They're not really worth anything. If guys like Humberto Carrillo and Andrade have great matches, which they did at TLC pre-show. It was a really, really good match. Just don't do it every week, five weeks in a row. Give it to me once. These jobber matches, too. Like, week after week, it's like, Viking Raiders are the most dominant team because they're facing these two, you know, 150-pound guys from Oklahoma or wherever the fucking local city is. It's like, dude. And, you know, the only thing I'll say, though, and maybe they were listening to Corey Graves or maybe it's just Viking Raiders time has come. Um the OC won this week, which is, I guess, something because they got that big trophy they're carrying around. But it's stupid. But the Viking Raiders were so well protected. They were so well protected. Bro. And and then the team to finally beat them is the OC. Yeah, but 
it was a non-title match. How oh, stupid is this? The whole is conversation this? we've got into multiple times, right? Where they shouldn't, it shouldn't be happening. It first of all, a champion should never be pinned on TV. I'll, I'll never, you'll never be able to change my mind on that, unless it's in the most heel way ever, or unless they're losing their goddamn title. So like Scorpio Sky pinning Jericho, that wasn't cool. Tag match maybe. I don't know. It's a little less bad in a tag match, and there was some. I mean, okay, there are moments where it can work. This is not one of them. If you announce Jericho versus Scorpio Sky for a non-title match and Scorpio Sky beats him, it's dumb. So that's what we essentially got here. They announced it's a non-tag team championship match, and they fucking lose. So what are we going to get? The OC versus the Viking Raiders at the next pay-per-view for the title? We literally just had that on TLC. We had it again on Raw. They'll probably have one of them face one of the OCs next week, and then the other one face the other one the following week, and then boom, it's Royal Rumble. 100%. That's bad. That's It's bad booking. It doesn't do anybody well, you, want to speak, you want to speak of bad booking? Let's talk about that gauntlet match for the number one contendership for the U.S. title. So we've watched this big, long match. R-Truth, Matt Hardy, Andrade, Humberto Carrillo, Akira Tozawa, He's fun to, That name is the most fun name to say in the WWE right now. Humberto Carrillo? Yeah, I always think Cucumber when I read his name. Do you? <laughs> no. Humberto Cucumber. <laughs> I don't know. Which part is the Cucumber? Humberto? Um, um, umber. I'm umber, like, I guess. Cucumberto. Gumberto. So, yeah. <laughs> um, the match was cool. Uh, I think, man, I can't wait to see matches between Ricochet and Carrillo uh, down the line. These guys had great chemistry. This guy's growing Andrade on as well, too. I think these guys in a triple threat match could be pretty sweet. Um, but the whole thing was, this match went on... And then in the end of it all, we're getting Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio. So it's like, why the fuck did we have this match to begin with? Because Seth Rollins is a heel. And like I said a week or two weeks ago, he's gonna it's going to be some awkward booking for him because there's no authority to kind of just walk out and be like, fuck this match. Seth Rollins is getting the shot. And then he could laugh and be like, I'm screwing everybody over. Now they're going to kind of do the same storyline, but without management saying that it's happening. And it's going to make no fucking sense. It's already kind of making no sense. Like, I'm okay with him being heel. And, like, if he's with the AOP, I mean, I don't like it. I think I feel this is more for the AOP to get them over. And Seth probably even knows that. But I just feel like they really wasted an opportunity here. I think they really could have drawn extra heel heat because I say this week after week. I sound like a broken record. But, look, we're looking at his heel turn with the shield. If they were going to replicate anything similar, they should have done something with Becky where he literally got hated. But he should have hit her. Like, not hit her, but, like, pushed her. You know what I mean? And then, like, this huge, like, oh, my. Like, ah, Twitter would have burnt. Oh, my God. Domestic violence angles. Bullying angles. Trashy Lana and Bobby Lashley angles. That's it. I'm canceling the network. I'm never watching it again. Mommy. That's a a pretty accurate representation. (laughs) So, Asuka versus Marty Skrull's ex-girlfriend. That's what yeah, we're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you know what? I mean, you know, I got to give Oscar credit though for to have her wrestle a match after right after TLC. Desi, are you giving Oscar credit? No way. I, can you believe it? I'm actually going to do it, guys. I'm going to give her the credit. Uh, first of all, that match at TLC, uh, I think pretty much Becky and Oscar carried it. I think those two were pretty fucking awesome in the match. Oscar was, was the a best bit clunky and aggressive. What's that? Oscar was the best in that match. I think Becky was pretty good too. Becky, kind of Becky was Kyrie. good too, but the the thing I really liked about Oscar is when they threw her into the 
they did it two or three times where they threw her into the tables and the chairs were on top of the tables. And she was like, fuck it, I'm going to make this look so good. I she know. Just, she's uh, yeah. a shit. That's yeah, she so was. Good. And even the table where Becky did the leg drop to the table, right oh, on her ribs. Killed her. Right on her. I killed was like, her. oh my God, she probably shit herself. Yeah, that definitely was not supposed to go that way. But I, 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 you know, now looking back at it, like, first of all, I was really into the match. I liked it. I kind of looked past all like the clumsiness of it all and kind of expect a little bit of this. You know, going back and kind of watching it now, I obviously see that it wasn't the greatest match. I didn't think it was the greatest match. I was excited to have a TLC match as a main event. I was excited to have the Kabuki Warriors in there. And I was excited to see Becky Lynch and Charlotte. And they were having good chemistry to begin with. But obviously, as um, Harry Singh got hurt, the rails fell off a little bit. Uh, Becky was trying to protect her. I don't think Charlotte knew she was hurt. So when she went for that spear, that and Kari was like, I ain't having none of this. That it didn't slap. go down. Charlotte gives her a big slap in the head. It kind of looked like Charlotte. Table. It looked like Charlotte let up a bit on it, but then the smack after makes it seem like no, she just thinks Kyrie totally fucked that up. She it was equivalent of Randy Orton. Stupid, stupid. It was a receipt. Stupid. That was a receipt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and then like trying to slam her to the table, and Kyrie's like, no, 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 <laughs> don't, no, 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 and she's like, bam. There was a ladder right there, though. I think I think Kyrie is trying to tell her to move over like one step to the left because there was a ladder against the barricade standing up. And and if she would have gone through where she originally got pulled up, she would have smoked her head on like. The I'm not exactly part. sure either when the incident happened because like she did the insane elbow the week before off the top row through a table and it was amazing. It looked phenomenal. Yeah. This time she's coming off the apron, so obviously the weight's not there, the height's not there, the table did not break. <laughs> yeah. And she kind of fell awkwardly off the table, and it was after that spot she started acting funny. So maybe she fell down and hit her head on the back of her head onto the onto the, the ground. It's very possible because you saw the punches on Becky after were very soft. Yeah. She was having a hard time. She was talking to Becky a lot. Um, so, yeah, I mean, a tiny girl like that being put in a TLC match, I feel bad for, for Kyrie. I'm pretty sure she feels a little bit upset and like she let people down. Um, and I also hope that the WWE doesn't look at it and it's like, well, you know, like we can't put her in these big matches because she's not going to be able to hang with them. Um, yeah, but if you look at some of the, the the liberties Charlotte took with her too, like some of those like suplexes and over the head T bones she did, yeah. Oh my God, they were just whipping her around. There was okay, the WWE, and I, I hope they don't look at it poorly because I think they're pretty high on Kyrie. But I think that they should look at this and and say maybe we shouldn't force our our superstars into these types of matches. Maybe we should get rid of TLC, get rid of Hell in a Cell. And those pay-per-views, those themed pay-per-views, and and same thing with um, Extreme Rules. Get rid of those three, change the names, make those types of matches just you know the payoff match of a big feud. And after you know these wrestlers have had a lot more chemistry with it, they've you know flirted with a table spot on Raw, they flirted with a ladder spot or a chair spot, yada yada yada. Let it build up to a big match like that because injuries aside. I think these matches are set up to be failures because, well, first it was like the second TLC match of the night. We'd already seen a ladder match and a table match. So seeing people go through ladders, uh, sorry, yeah, go through ladders or tables or take chair shots, it was already really watered down. So if you mix that in with a couple botches or an injury, you're going to get a disastrous match. So I think they just need to tone back on these types of pay-per-views that are themed where everybody has to have these kind of matches and just save it for, you know, one TLC match at the end of the night and just make it part this of... This is like, what this was. It was one TLC match at the end of the night. Yeah, but this, yeah, it was, but it was the second TLC match of the night. 
Mm. And there was a ladder I was, match I was before. super excited for the main event. I wanted to see these women tear it down. Uh, I think it was a great choice. I think if Kyrie wouldn't have been injured, it would have delivered a little bit better. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I kind of see where you're coming from. But at the same time, I just feel like they could have... They could have maybe saved the match if they would have pulled Kyrie out a little bit earlier. To be yeah. quite honest with you, I feel like they didn't even handle that very well. And having her continue the way she was, I don't know if the communication was poor or whatever it was. I think having Asuka alone against the two of them would Could have been win. awesome. Yeah. Uh, but also maybe they would have been ups- they would have been concerned because it wouldn't have been believable to have Asuka kind of beat the two of them, right? So it could have. I mean, if she would have tied Becky up, like well, she they used, tied that, her up. That's one thing that was really creative too. They did the same thing at Survivor Series or the War Games weekend with the handcuffs that got introduced in the beginning of the match. The rope got introduced in the beginning of the match and then played a vital role at the end of the match. So that was pretty cool. It was cool. There, there was a lot of cool elements to it. Yeah, the execution wasn't there because of injury, but uh, those weak ass chair shots too. Some yeah, of them were very, very I, ugly. But I, I think they were also just being careful now. because they didn't know Kyrie's condition. And exactly, I don't know, man. Like even on Oscar, they laid some weak shots. But it's, I'm pretty sure Oscar would be like, just fucking lay me, man, lay me out. I'm sure there was some confusion. I mean, you know. Becky could have told Charlotte that one of them was concussed, and Charlotte didn't know which one it was, so she was just Well, soft. you know, uh, Jerry Lawler called them uh, Kabuki Warrior 1 and Kabuki Warrior 2. Well, Jerry Lawler's Jerry Lawler, let's be honest. There's parts of me that are like, dude, you racist motherfucker, but parts of me that are like, that's fucking funny. <laughs> it is fucking funny. Did you see uh, Asuka's huge uh, bruise on her ass? No. No? no she's well, how a, did you see her ass? And let I'm me know how. A, I'm looking at a picture of her um, with uh, whatever her name is, Perazzo in some sort of... Uh, I guess it's like a bank statement. What's what's the regular move called when you do a bank statement where you yank on the guy's neck? Um, like an STF or something, but you need to lock the legs of the STF. So there's she's got her legs crimped up. Anyways, you see a big bruise on her ass. Mike's now googling Oscar's ass. I only Google it twice a week. I was regularly. gonna say, and everyone's like, "What ass?" Like, uh, I'm more into EO. Trust me, I'm googling that ass too. Uh, <laughs> so apart from that, we also got Randy Orton um, versus AJ Styles, which ended up being a pretty decent match. I mean, I can't, I don't think you could put AJ Styles and Randy Orton in a match and not be that good. Uh, Randy Orton ended up defeating, picked up his win, AJ got his Styles. receipt from WrestleMania. Oh, you think that's going to be the matchup for WrestleMania? No, I'm saying he got his receipt. Basically, it's like oh, he right. ended up jobbing out to to AJ Styles, and like, and now he's picking up the big win here. So. So that's pretty much um, all of Raw. I guess let's quickly touch on some things that happened on SmackDown from last Friday. Uh, I feel like I might have watched this live, but I'm going to pull the results to see if I could uh, tease my brain to remember. you have any takeaways from uh, from Raw before we, we hit there that you want to talk about? I mean, no, we kind of went over it more or less. Um, there's some things to look forward to next week. Um, Rusev will be taking on No Way Jose. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait for that. Yeah, I know, I know. And cut a promo on the wedding. Uh, we also, ha- and he said he's glad for them. And also, we are going to see uh, another NXT superstar make her appearance on Raw, facing off against Charlotte Flair. Who? I'm not going to say who it is. You guys have to tune in to see. Um, but it looks like it could be an interesting, pretty interesting matchup. We also have, get this, guys. This is going to be the match of the night. This is the one you're going to want to tune in for. Uh, this is going to be Drew McIntyre. He's taking on Zack Ryder. <laughs> ho 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 that, they sent everybody home for the holidays already that's the worst fucking Christmas gift ever anyways I'm, lo- I'm looking at the results of Smackdown I did not watch this I did not watch this this was leading up to TLC really nothing happened 
Shinsuke and Cesaro defeated Heavy Machinery. I guess that's something. They actually uh, defeated him? Yeah, they defeated them. Oh, interesting. And, and they've been Cross, losing as a tag team. Nikki Cross and Alexa beat Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. The Revival defeated Shorty G and Mustafa Ali. Um, Bailey defeated Dana Brooke. I guess Dana Brooke's getting some TV time, I guess. I guess that's, that's good, good for, for, you know, for her and Batista. That's it. Um, but um, much it. Back, WB backstage, Alexa Bliss was on that this week, and apparently uh, it went below 100,000 rating. Like Apparently, it's just, it's a very terrible... Nobody watches this show. Uh, nobody watches any of it. <laughs> but it sucks, because like, CM Punk's on it, right? And like you know you think that's going to spike up ratings, and I think it does for some degree, but like, man, they, they, shouldn't, they shouldn't be squandering him. Well, I don't know. I tuned in one or two episodes with him, I think the first one, and I actually enjoyed it, but... Um, we'll see. Maybe he'll do a WrestleMania match. I also hear rumors that Edge might be gearing up for a return as well, too. Yeah, he might be uh, one of the returning uh, guys in the Royal Rumble this year. Oh, yeah. I heard Royal Rumble rumors as well, too. I hear he might do a couple matches, not just one. Um, So we'll see. I know he had spinal stenosis, though, like similar to what Paige has. But he says he feels like he's good to go and he could put on a great match and he wouldn't do it otherwise. So... Maybe he'll get cleared. Who knows? Um, maybe the Saudi prince will pay for yeah. uh, You know, seeing him in the ring. I'm not sure, but it looks like it could happen in the near future, which would be pretty cool to see, I have to admit. All right. Is there anything newsworthy that's worth talking about before we wrap this up? Because, yeah, apart from Rhea Ripley and a couple things from AEW, it was a pretty quiet week in wrestling. Let's see. Uh, Jim Ross planning to renew his AEW contract once it expires. Surprise, surprise. I also uh, was reading and seeing footage of um, Vicky Guerrero. She is now signed to AEW, or at least making appearances in AEW. Yeah, she, she a, was on Dark. She's on the announce team. Ugh, imagine that. People were like, it was not great. There's, I don't get, was there ever a good era when she was involved? Like, when she was involved, was it half decent? Because Well, I it was more like her. you loved to hate her, right? I don't know. I I just feel like... People are going to give me heat here, but if that was my wife, I would have checked out early like Eddie as well. <laughs> well, I guess uh, she got she found a way with the Latino heat. I guess he found it. He saw something in her at the very least. Well, I hope she was um, better when she was younger. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Kofi Kingston says he's unlikely to retire. He's likely to retire at the end of his new contract. I think it goes about five years. What? So that's something to keep an eye on. How old is Kofi Kingston? I don't know. Uh, he must be like, okay, let's, let's take guesses here. I'm going to say he's um, 41. Fuck off. That what are you going to guess? 36. Okay, let's take a look. No, he's 38. <laughs> you looked? Oh, yeah, he's 38. Just, okay. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, you know, he's made his money. He's been champion. Now that motherfucker is so over, man. That match, they stole the show at TLC, let's be honest. They stole the show at TLC. The Revival versus the New Day? Who's the best match? No. Best in the match of the night for me was um, uh, Aleister Black and Buddy Murphy. Fucking fantastic match. The that end of that a... match, too, was so good. Okay. The, uh, it, it, those two were definitely the top two of the night. They're very different matches. New Day always delivers, so I guess it was expected but i always know what to expect out of new day versus revival and it yeah. was a fantastic match but like i really really was impressed with really Alistair black yeah that was a good match i mean we we knew it going into it we called that as being the match of the night in our pre-show there's you can't go wrong with buddy murphy and Alistair black and it was booked and it looks like they're gearing up for more matches too i think they do a little bit of a tease and going into the holidays so we might see more of that uh, but you don't want to do too much of it because you're not going to necessarily be able to replicate you know so we'll That's see it. though Take a, listen to Corey Graves, WWE. Please, I don't like the guy, but listen to him. 
His haircut's Speaking stupid. of listening to things, did you check out the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Goldberg podcast? Honestly, dude, the thing is, is that right after WWE pay-per-views, they air this fucking show. And me and you, we jump on Patreon to do our post-show. And I don't have, we're in Canada, we don't have access to fucking WWE Network. Well, we do, but it's kind of like not the same exactly. Plus, plus the way that we use it, it's a bit different. I ain't logging um, on every time and going on my computer. It's not happening. No, I'm talking about the the service that we have for our channels. Yeah, but it's, there is gotta, one or two WWE Network life. channels in there, and it has been playing a little bit on repeat. So I have watched maybe like a good like hour, not an hour, maybe like 30, 35 minutes of it. It's gonna take you like three weeks to watch the whole show. You're gonna catch the first fifteen, the middle twenty, the last ten. Well, you just gotta catch at the beginning and then good sit luck. through it. Good luck. That channel's never on my house. Never. Good shit. I'm excited for our end of year show, though, because like, I already written down some stuff because I'm always terrible. I'm always like, shit, we have categories. I can't think of things. I can't think of matches. I can't think of wrestlers. Uh, but I've been doing a good job at kind of putting my notes down. So J-Bomb and I will be syncing up. We're going to have our end of year show. It's going to be fun. Uh, maybe we'll have some drinks and loosen it up a little bit. But, guys, if you want to hear Talkamania, Superstar of the Year, Match of the Year, Worst Match, Worst Superstar, all kinds of stuff like that. If you have any categories you want us to come up with or, well, to our name, our picks, let us know. Tweet us at underscore Talkamania. Give us a follow. And subscribe subscribe to us wherever you get your podcastic kicks. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play. Subscribe, five-star, tell your friends. Send us nude pictures of your girlfriend. Let's go. Become a Patreon www.patreon.com slash Talkamania for as little as a dollar. You can get all of our exclusive content. You can help support the show. Uh, make it better for everybody. Be cool. Be like Evan Gomez, Smart to Death, Danny Pond, and our good friends over at Boot to the Face. Guys, have a great Christmas. We'll be back on the 26th. Fucking around. We'll be hungover or drunk or both. But we'll be there. So on behalf of Talkamania, J-Bomb's out. Des, say bye. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas and happy holidays if that's what you're into. Have a happy Rusev day. Happy Kwanzaa. Hanukkah. Ho, ho, ho.